Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. It's baseball season. So let's talk high school baseball with some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state of Wisconsin. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Show on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Now, here's high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We're trying to uh, to reach Alec Marsh, and uh, we'll continue to try during this segment if we can get a hold of him. He is a former Reagan, Milwaukee Reagan pitcher, and uh, he's now pitching at Arizona State University. One of the reasons I want to get a hold of him, Coach, was, and we talked about it the first segment, one of the big stories on the high school baseball coaches show, and I've only been doing this show a couple of years, done the high school football and basketball thing for years, and I would take I would take this time of year off, so I'd get a couple of Saturdays off. Mm-hmm. And um, we started doing a baseball show because I got a lot of pressure from guys saying, come on, man, why aren't you talking baseball? So we do baseball every other week in Wisconsin Football Coaches Association, and one of the stories that people still talk about was the Arrowhead-Reagan game. And I don't know why it was such a big deal, but it, it was a big deal. A lot because Arrowhead moved from summer to spring. And one of the reasons they moved from summer to spring is they were losing all their best players to travel. Yep. And all those kids were on that team. Yep. And he shut them down pretty good. Yeah, it was the one of the best pitching performances I've ever seen. Actually, going back before that, if uh, which a lot of people don't talk about, if you see the, if you would have seen uh, if if you were there at both of those games, the first game we played against Riverside in nine, and uh, it was a two to one ball game, uh, no errors on either team. Second game a five zero ball game against um, against uh, as you know Arrowhead. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Alec pitched uh, one of the greatest pitching performances I've ever seen at any level. Uh, it was. I mean, he hit his spots. He was everywhere he needed to be. They never barreled him up one time, and uh, we played fairly good defense behind him, where uh, we didn't have to overcome any issues. Did, did you know at that point? Did you you knew before that he was a Division One kid? Oh yeah, you can see the difference in arm strength. It, it's pretty amazing. The, the ball popped. You, I, I bet you wanted to. You, you didn't catch him because you're too young. But did you see him pitch? Uh, no, no, get a chance. but you would have loved to catch a kid that could throw like that, that, that game, I'm telling you, I, I knew his name beforehand, but yeah. the amount of people that asked me about Alec Marsh and, and, and about where he was going and what he was doing, um, was incredible. And, and the amount of people that have talked to me about that performance, you would think that there were 2000 people at that game with the <laughs> amount of people that told me they were at that game. And I know there's some. They weren't there, but they, they've heard about it. 
And like you said, he was hitting spot. Best performance you've ever he, seen. He's also uh, one of the hardest workers um, I've ever seen as far as like outside of the season. This kid is constantly working out. He uh, he he ate like a um, like a big league athlete. I okay. Mean, he he didn't put anything in his body that was uh, detrimental. Wow. It was all natural things. I mean, he's very very in tune with where he wants to go. He's one of the most goal driven individuals I've ever I've well, ever been around. We got him. We we caught it. I think we woke him up, but oh, we excellent. got him. <laughs> Alec Marsh uh, on the campus at Arizona State University. Young man, thanks for getting up and talking to us. How you doing? No problem. How's it going? Man, it's going well. It's going really well. We, in studio, uh, we're talking to Milwaukee Reagan High School baseball. Brent Scott, the head coach, and then we've got uh, two of his players that were too young to play with you, but these two guys, these twin brothers, doing a really nice job, Keegan O'Keefe and Conley O'Keefe. They've heard a lot of stories about you, Alec, and what an outstanding pitcher you were. And one of the reasons I wanted to have you on, I was telling your coach, for all the years I've been doing the high school baseball show, the game that people want to talk to me the most about is the game where you uh, shut down Arrowhead. That was a heck of a yeah. performance, man. Thank you. Hey, going into that game, do you know some of the guys on that team? I do. Um, I grew up playing with a lot of the guys that were going to big U one programs. Uh, Nate Brown and Dominic Clemente, who went, went to Michigan. Um, some of the bigger name guys that were around my age um, were on that team. So, hey, do you remember the feeling you had about a half hour before game time in that one? It was it was major. I mean, it was mainly excitement. Yeah, um, because I remember going into the season and. Before the season even started, I was telling my friends uh, on the team, I was my first year playing high school ball, and I was like, you know, if I'm playing high school ball, I'm going to prepare myself the whole season for playing Arrowhead since they just joined our conference. And that was kind of where my head was at, and I was kind of just excited that the time was finally there. Alec, we've had conversations on this show a lot about kids that, that either play travel, if they have the opportunity to either play travel or their high school and they pick travel. There are guys that I've talked to three, four years later that said, "Look, had I had a chance to do it all over again, maybe I maybe I would have played high school a little bit longer." Um, what's your feeling on that? I mean, it, it all depends on the person. I think um, depends on your situation and and how well you want to get noticed and stuff like that, and what team you know how well your high school is and stuff like that. Um, I did it mainly because. I wanted to play with my friends and, you know, kind of have a fun spring before I really kicked up for summer and stuff like that. Hey, how early in in, uh, in in your life did you know that baseball was something you wanted to do into college? Uh, I would like to say probably like I was four years old when I started playing ball. Man. And it was kind of just something that came natural. And I tried out a lot of other sports too, but baseball was always – Something that I just love doing better than anything else. Have you always been a pitcher, Alec? Um, yeah, I was always a pitcher, but I was uh, I played the infield and I liked hitting a lot better in high school. And I actually had a lot of um, offers to colleges to play third base as well. But my arm was kind of going to be what was going to make me money later in the future, so I kind of just switched over to pitching. Hey, good year! So uh, this is your the last weekend for you guys, correct? Yeah, our last game is today. And uh, did you throw yesterday? Uh, I threw two days ago. Two days ago? How'd you guys do? 
good. We won on a walk-off win, so it was, it was a good end for the season for me. Man, anytime you get a walk-off win, that's that's awesome. In, in the latest stats that I that I pulled, uh, he's just over a three point five zero ERA, and yeah. uh, this he's a sophomore at Arizona State. Do you do you think, uh, Alec, that that playing at the next level? I, I you've been drafted, correct? Uh, no, I did not. You did not. You, you, but you plan that, that that's that's the the path for you, correct? Yeah. Man, that's awesome. You know, when when that happens and you get up on that stage, make sure that you uh, you thank all the people at Ronald Reagan. Yeah, that's what yeah. Uh, you know. Brent Scott's <laughs> like, come on, man, give us some love back here. Hey, I asked uh, guys. I asked Alec when I talked to him if the girls on the campus at Arizona State were similar to the girls at Ronald Reagan. And he said no very quickly. He said no, not not at all. Now I've I've been on the campus at Arizona State. A young sophomore starting pitcher. He's uh, he's having the time of his life. <laughs> As a Sun Devil, how was school for you, Alec? You taking care of your business? Yeah, I'm um, doing great in school. I'm actually pursuing a career that I could see myself in um, if baseball doesn't work out. So I'm really happy with where I'm going. What are you going to school for? Uh, right now, we're doing health sciences, so it's, I'm kind of looking at the personal trainer uh, slash health coaching type situation. Oh, that's awesome! You know, in studio with us. In fact, he's coming up next. Is uh, He's uh, Ryan Benning, Benning Field. He is a, f- a physical therapist for Athletico uh, here in, in Milwaukee, and uh, he'd be he'd be happy to hear that that's the direction that you're you're looking to take. Hey, keep up the good work. Um, Thanks so much. Yeah, Alec, I've gotten a lot of questions over the years about where you're at and what you're doing, and and so it's good to catch up with you. And he has uh, finished his career. Their team is finishing this weekend. He won't. Uh, he pitched the other night, so he's done for the year. But he had a great year at Arizona State. Are you going to get back to the Milwaukee area at all soon? Um, yeah, I'm actually coming back uh, Monday. I'm driving back from Arizona, so I'll be home next week. It's going to be okay. a long ride. Driving back. Driving back. <laughs> yeah. You might get. Hey, you might get back in time if you want to catch a playoff game and watch your boys from Milwaukee Reagan play there. They're starting their playoffs here pretty quick, so that's the plan. Yeah, the plan. Get, get out and uh, give these guys a little pregame, pregame speech, man. Hey, safe travels to you. Thanks a lot for a couple minutes of your time. Thank you so much. Appreciate you bet. It. That's Alec Marsh, sophomore Arizona State University. He uh, doing well in school there. Yeah, which, he was a good student in high school as well. Yeah, I didn't know that. Good for him. Taking care of all that business, he's got to take care of. Hardest working kid, huh? Uh, as far as uh, as far as uh, putting in the work for athletics, yes, yeah. I, I've never seen a kid work as hard as that kid. Man, <laughs> well, he's on a mission. You can tell. He said, "Look, my if I'm going to make money at this game, my arms the thing that's going to get he's me." He's very there. cerebral with the game as well. Is he? Yeah, yeah. That uh, I like pitchers like that. You bet. Not too high, not too low. Just uh, taking care of his business. We talked about that Arrowhead game, you and I, and you said, "Look, it was really personal to him," and it you was. heard it. In his when when he talked about, I, I played with those guys, and I started at the beginning of the year, concentrating on that game, and uh, thirty minutes before his excitement level was through the roof, uh, that's good stuff. That kid had ice water in his veins though; he'd never show it. Really, never would be. He'd never show nerves. Whatsoever. Who um, who called the game when he was on the mound? Uh I mean, do you call the game right now with with uh, with your catcher? Because he's a sophomore. Yeah, we. I mean, we do uh, from time to time. But uh, for as far as Conley's concerned, Conley really has control of the mound. 
Um, I, I remember before that game, uh, Devin Williams was on the mound actually catching him, I believe. And uh, before the game, him and Alex said, we got a plan. We're going to go with it. By all means, go ahead. Call it. Um, yep. you, you have, I, I think sometimes as coaches, we get too much caught up into uh, trying to control every aspect of the game, and it takes away some of the fluidity of, of the to kids that. and the I way agree. they are athletically. So let them play ball, and if there's a situation that we need to control, let's go control it or let's go out there and let them know about it. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm, uh, I'm guilty of that a lot. I, I am. Oh, I am too. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's hard. But then when you have a kid like this and he says, I have a plan, good, go you with let it. Let him go with it. And if it's not working, I'll come talk to you about it. Hey, guys, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk about Athletico. They've just opened in the new facility, Wauwatosa Mayfair Clinic. And the uh, the uh, the facility manager, he's a physical therapist. Wauwatosa guy, I think, doing some research. We're going to ask him. Uh, but Ryan's going to join us. We're going to talk a little bit more about Athletico. And I've got, I'm going to tell you to go to their website. And they go to their website and look up um, their the story. There's a video of how Atletico had started, and you want to talk about feeling what the soul and the mission of that company is. Watch that six minute video, and we're going to talk about Mark Kaufman and their story, and a number of other things with Ryan uh, Benenfield. I'm going to get that last name right. I, I promise you. On the other side of the break, this is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. High School Baseball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGivern and Brent Scott. Is uh, kind of now my co-host, man. He is my co-host. He's the head baseball coach at Ronald Reagan High School. We are joined now by the facility manager. He's a physical therapist for Athletico Physical Therapy. Their new facility, Wauwatosa Mayfair Clinic. He is Ryan Benenfield. Ryan, it's nice to meet you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you seem like a great guy. Other than this whole Chicago Bear socks, <laughs> Cubs or socks, by the way. Cubs. Adam. Yeah, that's all right. Sorry about that. No, <laughs> don't worry about it. You're you're a Tosa guy now. Eleven years, just can't get the cheese head on him for for nothing. Hey, we we talked about it at the the end of last break. That I just think it's really important. If you want to know about this company, about Athletico Physical Therapy, it's an easy way to do it. Go to Athletico.com and go to their the athletics Athletico story. There is a video. It's a six minute video about Mark Kaufman and about how this company was started, it's fascinating. And it tells you just the soul of who this company is, the mission statement on how he started this with literally him, himself, and he and he helped out some teams. And he I don't think he ever thought that this would get to the point that it is, but because they do things so correctly and they care so much about their patients. The other part of that, um, Ryan, is they talked about learning partners, and they talked about we all look. We 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 have partners within Athletico that we learn stuff off of, and we, it's almost a mentorship type program that I thought was really cool as well. So Ryan, thanks a few thanks a lot for a few minutes. How are you doing? No problem. I'm doing great today. Good. When did the uh, the Mayfair Clinic uh, location open up? We actually opened two weeks ago. Yeah, right on the corner of Mayfair and Burleigh Roads, um, and we're off to a great start. It's been a wonderful opportunity. 
Yeah, so, like you said, Athletico has all always been about serving the community, and uh, I'm from Wauwatosa. I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to serve those that uh, that I live with. Well, you're going to have a lot of toasted people that you're going to know. Your neighbors are going to be there. It's a beautiful-looking facility, and I promise next couple of weeks I'm going to pop in. Absolutely. You're welcome and, anytime. Yeah, I'd love to take a tour of of, of that. Um, if we can get your background, Chicago, born and raised? I was the Northwest suburbs of Chicago. I went to St. Louis University to study physical therapy and then moved up to the Milwaukee area. Ryan, did you know, and, and look, we had just talked to a young man who's a sophomore at Arizona State, and he wants to get in, that's what he wants to do. Did you know at an early age this is what you wanted to do? I was a high school athlete as well and wanted to stay involved with athletics and found it a, a wonderful opportunity to continue on that, with that path. When, when somebody asks you, uh, Ryan, a little bit about you personally and, and, and what you do and why you do what you do, what do you tell them? Well, it's absolutely a passion to work with these athletes. I love the opportunity to get them back to doing what they love to do. There's there's such a unique love for sports from uh, high school athletes and uh, an opportunity that they have. And so I want to be part of just getting them back to the thing that they do, the things that they love to do. Did you find that um, that kids are, are trying to get back to the court or the field sooner than they should? You know, that's uh, a tough question. It's definitely an individual situation, but that's our goal. Our goal is to get them back as quickly, safely, and effectively as possible. If a kid's not ready to get back, he's not helping his team, and he's you know risking further injury. But we certainly don't need to delay things, um, depending on the kid, his age, you know, his developmental level. There's all sorts of different things that go into evaluating that situation, um, and you know where they're at uh, in their stage of athletic ability. You know, you live. Um, you live in the bubble of athletico physical therapy, so that's that's what you. You know, you know them. What's interesting is I don't. And I did a bunch of research today. And when you said, look, I, I love giving back to the community and, and it's important to us as a company, it's amazing what, what you guys do with, with different schools, high schools, mostly in, 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 in the Illinois market because that's where you started, starting to do more up in, in, in this market, but understanding the importance of what you do for these high school coaches Student athletes, their families, their parents—it's—it's um, it's such a valuable tool that you bring to this whole thing. Absolutely, and it's an important relationship for a physical therapist, the athletic trainer, the parents, the coaches to all be on the same team, doing what's best for the athlete. Um, and the more you can build those relationships, uh, the more you understand each other, um, the easier it is to make sure that we're all uh, doing whatever's best for that athlete. Did you find that, and, and I've been a coach for a long time, do you find that to get everybody on the same page is is a difficult thing to do? Because you're in charge of this thing now, right? And, and sometimes there's a parent that says, no, he's fine, he's got to get back. Or there's a parent that says, he's not playing the rest of the year. And the coach is one way or the other. Hard to get every – it's like herding cats sometimes, I would think. Sometimes, but most of the coaches around here that I work with are wonderful. I mean, it's really about the best interests – um, of that athlete, long-term, short-term. Um, one of the wonderful things about being a physical therapist is we have all sorts of science behind what we're doing. So we can objectively look at different tests and measures that give us a good indication about whether or not a player is ready to get back. And then I can sit down with the parents, I can sit down with the coach um, and really objectify that. Although 
through all of my studying these things, I often come back to the mom test. Usually if I ask the mother if she thinks the athlete's ready to go, she's the most honest. She's seen him play the most, and she will give me the best answer. Boy, that's a smart man right there, right? You know what? He is Ryan Benningfield. He is a facility manager and physical therapist, athletico physical therapy, opened the new clinic, Wauwatosa Clinic, the Mayfair Clinic. It's on Mayfair Road and, and uh, in Burlock. Correct. And uh, it's a beautiful-looking facility. Uh, stop by and, and, and say hello to him anytime. Ryan, we have had conversations on a number of the shows that I do. I used to do the Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine Show, and the, and the doctors from Mosh used to tell me that if a kid strictly is a baseball player, he's pitching, he's catching, um, and that's what they do year-round, we see those guys a lot, the volleyball players, the swimmers, if that's the only sport they play. But these guys that are playing baseball, basketball, football, running track, we don't see those guys a ton because just they're utilizing different muscles groups in all these different sports. They're not they're not burning them out. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. There's a lot that goes into that uh, statement. But, you know, first of all, we just want the kids to have fun, right? There's multiple, multiple life lessons that these kids can learn from what they're doing that we want them to carry on beyond sports. So um, I think that if you have an athlete that likes to play multiple sports, you should let them do it for as long as you possibly can. You're going to reduce burnout and you're definitely going to reduce injuries. I also think that if you have a uh, athlete that only wants to play baseball, you don't have to force him to do something else. Um, you know, it's about making sure that they're having a good time out there. The research absolutely supports that multi-sport high school athletes have a reduction in injury compared to single sport athletes. The University of Wisconsin Health System published a study in 2016 that single sport uh, high school athletes were two times more likely to get injured than single sport athletes. The other side from that that parents always bring up is the performance aspect. Uh, you were bringing up, you know, making it to the next level earlier right. this morning with the volleyball players, you know. But um, there was a USA Today article about the recent NFL draft, and 29 of the 32 first-round picks were multi-sport high school athletes. So I think you're spot on. You're developing strength in ways that you're not going to with just the one sport. You're going to reduce injury, but you're also going to improve performance. You know, Ryan, I know as a basketball coach that if I've got a kid who played quarterback in the football team and it's uh, and it's fourth and one with under a minute to go and they're on the one-yard line and he has enough guts and courage to, to, to run a quarterback sneak and score, that he can hit a free throw down the stretch of a basketball game. I just know that he has that that in him, that he has that, that courage and guts and, and he he's, the, 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 the moment's not going to be too big for him. If it's a kid that just strictly plays basketball and he's in his driveway but he's not competing a lot, that that's a little tougher for me. Um, but those kids that play multiple sports, they get tougher and they compete now at, with different things. And I, I was up with uh, a basketball player I coached a long time ago and Wisconsin was looking to, to, to recruit him. And he had never played football before. And after the first game his sophomore year, he went to the coach and said, I think I'd like to play football. And the guy, kid was such a great athlete. The first time he touched a football, 102 yards for a tight, they, they kicked off and he took off running. They couldn't catch him. He ended up quarterback. He was at safety. He punted. He kicked off. His senior year, he said, hey, I'm not going to play football. I just want to concentrate on basketball. And we're up with Bo Ryan. And I said, Coach, what do you think of that? 
And he said, look, if I've got two kids that are even, say basketball-wise, grade point-wise, one kid played football and one didn't, I'm going to recruit the kid that played football because he's tougher and he's competed in different sports, and I really like that. And so it's good to hear that that uh, that you think that if the kid wants to just play baseball, my suggestion would be, and I wonder if you'd agree with this, make sure you're giving him a month off here and a month off there to rest his body. Oh, absolutely. The um, number one type of injury we see are overuse injuries. And so the nice thing about multi-sport athletes is they get that rest from throwing sort of naturally. But the recommendation is definitely not throwing more than eight months out of the year. You need that time off to rest your shoulder, rest your elbow. So there's you know plenty of opportunities to uh, enjoy other uh, things during that time off. But if you're a single sport athlete, taking that time, letting your body recover is very important. You know, the one that surprised me is we had a catcher in studio who had, I didn't, I never thought of that. You're always thinking about pitchers, but the catcher throws on, he throws on every play. Well, not only that, but with the, um, all the showcases that are going around now, you've got the best pitchers, but you also have the best catchers. And you'll have more pitchers throwing. You'll have one catcher there that might catch three, four pitchers at one single showcase. So outside of season or outside of their games, they're also putting a lot of stress on that shoulder um, as well. He is uh, Ryan Benningfield. He is, again, physical therapist, charge of that Wauwatosa Mayfair Clinic. And you heard me say this, but I would truly highly recommend go to athletico.com and watch the video. It's a six-minute video, our story, Mark Kaufman, who started Athletico, tells you about how it started. And the coolest thing for me on that that video is his dad, who's a carpenter, has made all these tables that you guys use. And, you know, it was like, well, we thought we we're going to have one, and now we have two, and that now you guys have all over the Midwest. And he's made a lot of tables. Man, I watched that video. It's really good. Again, athletico.com. We're going to keep Ryan over for one more segment. Got a number of questions to ask him. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, welcome back to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show presented by our local pick and save stores. I'm Mike McGivern, and we're talking uh, medical stuff. Beth, who is uh, your wife, Beth Scott, is a nurse. Yep. My wife, Terry, is a nurse, and uh, we both agree it's a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Right? She yeah. made you rush to the emergency room one day, huh? Oh, yeah. I've uh, Well, I always think I have something wrong with <laughs> yeah, me. I always <laughs> have to ask her if, uh, yeah, should I go to the doctor? Should I go see this person? So. Yeah, I, I'm telling you. Uh, you can cough, and all of a sudden it's, uh, you know, 911 is going right. to be called. My wife is very smart, but sometimes she makes me. I have to do a stress test coming up here in a couple of weeks, and it's strictly because of some advice from her. So, <laughs> yeah, you don't. You think that's a good idea, don't you, Ryan? Uh, well, uh, screens are very important. There one of the go. things I wanted to mention uh-huh. while I was here was one of the best uh, opportunities Athletico has as far as serving our community is we offer free screens for all types of injuries. But I think it can be especially important. For athletes, a lot of the injuries we see are not going to take much time and time away from the field for the athlete. But it's when you let um, some of those things linger or try to push through them that they can become a little uh, more involved and, and really uh, create a reduction in time 
uh, from your playing. So if we can get you in and get screened uh, early on, it's going to definitely help. And if it does re- uh, involve more medical intervention, we can point you in the right direction to get things going as soon as possible. He is Ryan Bedingfield, again, facility manager, physical therapist for Athletical Physical Therapy. Their new facility uh, in Wauwatosa, the Mayfair Clinic, is now open, been open for about two weeks. You can get more information at athletico.com on that. You know, we were talking about the free screening, and, and you were taking some notes, Coach, because I, it's really important that people know that Athletico does that because I don't think too many people do that. Other People that he competes with, um, they do not do that. And it's important for you as a coach to know that if you get a player dinged up, that your first step doesn't have to be to call 911. You can go see the guys at Athletico. Right, save you some money. Go get a free screening from yeah, somewhere else. Yeah, and find else. out what it is. Do a lot of people take advantage of that, Ryan? Um, uh, not as many as should. Yeah. So it's a it's a great opportunity. It's really a no-lose uh, opportunity for the patient. You just give us a call. We'll get you on the schedule and, again, point you in the right direction from there. Yeah, again, information for that is available at athletico.com. Uh, let's talk about the athletic training part of what you guys do. Um, I know how important it is for, for high schools, and again, I've been a coach for a long time, to have good athletic trainers part of what we do. Um, it's it's really more, athletic training is, is more than working with the athletes, correct? Absolutely. I mean, they're there. They're the first ones that are going to evaluate an injury and be able to help out in emergency situations. But they're also there to, um, you know, look at the athletes moving, uh, screening them, and try to uh, help prevent injuries before they occur. Athletico actually has over 400 athletic trainers that they employ. They're the number one employer of athletic trainers in the country. And it's really an important aspect of of what we do and our ability to serve those athletes. Well, when you watch that video, I told you to watch Mark Coffin never thought he'd have 400 guys doing this. And there's, there's, I don't know how many employees, I mean, there's, I think, 2,000 employees, something like that, with Athletico. And it's just a company that it's a great story. They do great work. And when they are in your community, you know that they're there because they, they care a lot about the people that are, are uh, certainly their patients. And when he talks about the, the service covers prevention, um, I think that that's really important because I, I think people think that you guys just wait for somebody to get hurt and then they come see you. Absolutely not. Our number one goal is to avoid injury in every way we can. So. Man, this is good stuff. Do you um, what sport is what sport do you see most of the, the kids from? It, does it vary? Oh, it definitely varies, and it definitely goes seasonally. Um, so uh, we see a lot of things. Um, uh, you know, again, overhead athletes is the number one. It's the same mechanic: football, throwing a baseball, swimming. Uh, volleyball, all those things um, put a lot of stress on the shoulder, a lot of stress on the elbow. But hey, would, Ryan, would people be surprised that the, the 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 answer isn't quickly football? Because we we do the WFCA Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show because football coaches believe football has never been safer, and it's if they're doing things correctly, their practice, what the, how they practice is different now. It's a violent sport, no doubt. There's collisions going on. That's what the sport is. But as far as when I said, look, is there one sport, I think people out there might be surprised you didn't just say, well, it's football every year. 
Yeah, I mean, football has a number of traumatic injuries, um, and a lot more kids play football than play other sports. So the incident injury is up as well. But again, the majority of what we're seeing is overuse injuries, and nobody does or can play football year-round. Right. So you don't see those types of injuries in football. You have more of the traumatic breaks um, and concussions and things like that. When, when we were doing the MOSH show, one of the things that surprised me was when they talked about kids that downhill, that, that you know, there's a lot of injuries when it comes to snowboarding, skateboarding. Some of these things that as parents we don't really think a whole lot about. You know, we don't think that, you know, the kid's he's just going to go out skateboarding. He's going to go, you know, he's going to go skiing. But you guys see a lot of injuries with that as well. Absolutely. And those are uh, sports that I'm not as familiar with. So it's a lot of fun to treat them and learn about them. And, again, it's what, what they're passionate about. So these are kids that want to do those things after school every day, and, and it really affects them if they're not able to do that. So getting them back to what they're passionate about is, is a lot of fun. Boy, that's awesome. Again, he is uh, Ryan Benningfield. I, I would suggest uh, if you have interest, stop in 3077 North Mayfair Road in Wauwatosa. It's right on uh, on Highway. It's right on uh, Burley and Mayfair Road. And uh, stop by. Go to athletico.com and uh, and take a look at some of the stuff that they're doing. Because trust me, they do a ton that maybe we don't know about, and we're hoping to be able to tell their story a little bit more here in the future. And I think that. Uh, uh, we would be great partners if that were to happen. Again, athletico.com. Ryan, thanks a lot for a few minutes of your time. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It was a real pleasure. Other than being a Bears fan, you're not a bad guy. <laughs> I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Could you get Jay Cutler back? That just made Packer fans' lives a lot easier. Matt, it's good to see you. Thanks a lot. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to wrap this up. We're going to get the O'Keefe boys back on the mic, and we'll talk a little bit about their playoff run and uh, we'll do that with these guys along with Brent Scott, the head coach at Milwaukee Reagan High School. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hello, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores. I'm Mike McGivern. Alongside Brent Scott, head coach at Milwaukee Reagan High School, Keegan and Conley O'Keefe. I got them uh, back in chairs, microphones, and uh, headsets on. I'll tell you, Ryan from Athletico was impressive, wasn't he? He was a good guy. Wow. He was, you were trying to trying to get him to help your knee, huh? Yeah, he told me to come by anytime, give him a call, and uh, he'd get me right in. So do we want to say, like, tell a fake story like you were chasing a bank robber and hurt your knee, or do you want to tell the truth? I'll tell him the truth. What Although this fake story might be all right. Yeah. I fell down the stairs carrying baseball equipment. Unbelievable. <laughs> what did Beth think? Like, she laughed at uh, you? Yeah, yeah, she yeah, probably laughed at me. I, I, I kind of over-exaggerate things sometimes, so. You know, she's shaking her head right now saying, yes, she, she probably does. Is. She's probably laughing right now. Yeah, that's good. Well, it's good to have a nurse who is a uh, wife. How'd you guys meet? Uh, we met uh, at, uh, where, where were we? We were at, uh, what was the name of that bar down on? Uh, it's all right. I can't remember the name of the bar. It was O'Gillies. O- o- oh, I can't. Oh, so I'm, much She's going to kill me. I'm dead. So much. But Brent's, we met, Brent, it, was right before, uh, it was right before the 4th of July. Thank so. you. So anniversary's <laughs> coming up. Yeah. Sorry, Beth. I'm sorry I asked him that tough question. Hey, um, boys, I'm going to ask Keegan and Conley uh, O'Keefe. They're sophomores. 
So their so their memory base is not as long as some of the seniors we have on. But let me start kindly with you. Your uh, she texts you. What's the name of it? What's the name of it? Beth, thank you very much. Appreciate the text. Conley, what's uh, your favorite memory of playing baseball so far at Milwaukee Reagan High School is what? Um, my favorite memory was has to be the first game I started, which was Beaver Dam. Okay. And that was the first game of the season, freshman year, and coach was like, you want to catch? I was like, sure, I'll catch. Yeah. And caught for like three innings. And never been, and that's been your spot now since, right? Yeah. yeah. I think the first two games he was in a battle with uh, one of our uh, seniors, and we ended up moving him over to third base because you played so well. So, yeah, it was after game two or three. That's he a tough decision, over. man. Yeah. Tough decision. I'm sure the senior was not happy. No, he wasn't. Yeah. It was the right decision. It was the right decision. Boy, it's nice to have a kid that, that you can say, look, put the gear on and and you've got this kid for another to after this year, and hopefully this year you got a lot of games left, long run in the playoffs. But to know you've got a catcher, and now and then a kid if you need that short and he's in the outfield for the next two years on a roster full of sophomores, right. that's pretty impressive. Hey Keegan, let's go to you. Uh, your favorite memory? Well, Beaver Dam is one of them, but like I, <clears throat> it was probably um, the first time we played Riverside, and I've never seen a pitcher throw ninety, so it was kind of. Could Different. you could you see it? Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, just got to get used to it. Um, I I asked a guy who played at a high level, David Casey used to be our, uh, one of our guys here that was a partner with us and would sit in, um, and I said, hey guys, I'd throw ninety ninety. He said, I'm okay with that. It's the guys that throw a lot of junk that I I struggled with. He said, but I got to the point in my life that you know I could hit any fastball thrown at me if it's thrown straight. So. Well, it was Antonio um, that was pitching to us. Okay. And 90. Yeah. yeah. I think he's playing off in Iowa somewhere last time I heard. Man, the ball sounds different when it hits the glove, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, just that pop of... Yeah, first time I caught Alec uh, before uh, uh, I had to wait for... I was one of the catchers to be ready because I didn't want to get in there. My eyes were getting worse. <laughs> right, yeah. And that kid would throw a fastball, and that thing would get to me before I could see it. Thank God he was hitting my glove every time because I was afraid I was going to get I, knocked out back there. Yeah, I, I would have had the mask on, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, so team playing at the end of the year, you want your team playing the best baseball. How are you feeling about this group? I think we're playing good baseball right now. I think we had a couple unfortunate circumstances that took place uh, the other night, but um, – all in all, I think we're playing very good baseball, and I think we're ready to roll. You, you, you we've better be. We've got a lot of pitchers. We've got a lot of guys who can swing the bat, so we're not intimidated by anybody. You know, the, look, last year in the playoffs, uh, was, these guys were freshmen. So, you know, I don't know if they understood the difference between playing a regular season game and playing in the playoffs. This, this winner-go-home thing makes people play a little bit harder, you know, run a little bit quicker, throw a little bit harder. Um, certainly now... Year two, these kids aren't rookies anymore. No, I think uh, last year, I think we were talking about this last year with all these young players. We had all these sophomores and freshmen on the team. I think we walked into the playoff game, and gentlemen, I think you'd agree with me, we walked into a playoff game thinking we were going to win it. And uh, you, you can't ever think that. I don't care who the opponent is. Um, and who, who, uh, who knocked you out last year? Uh, who was it last Riverside. year? It was Riverside, Riverside, wasn't it? Oh, man. Ten yeah. Minutes. Yeah, I think it? I think they ten run us last year in the in the uh, sectional uh, in the uh, one of the sectional games. Yeah. So how'd you do against them in the regular season last year? Do you remember? Beat them once. Two and one. Okay. Right? So you never thought to get you you get ten run rule. 
Well, I mean, they had uh, that Antonio up on the mound, and yeah. he was a uh, was tough. He was pitcher. a horse, right? Yeah, he was a very yeah. good pitcher. So he played somewhere in Iowa, you think? I, I think thought he was. I thought he was with uh, our guy, right, Pablo Baez. I think it's yeah. a community college. Okay. So, man, with throwing ninety in high school, you don't see that a whole lot. No, especially around here. You know, it's interesting, guys. My the, the brother I talked about who catches in Florida. Um, we had a really good friend of his on, and his his son is now in the New York Mets organization but he played junior college in florida was a junior college pitcher of the year got drafted by the mets and he's moved up a couple pretty quickly and we talked about guys that come from the north and playing college in the south and he said look we used to laugh at those guys because man we're, we're floridians we play all year round what we didn't realize is when they get to us they're nowhere near the ceiling where they're at he goes a lot of guys that play all year round here by the time they're seniors in high school, you know what you have. Mm-hmm. Then you get guys from the north who play 20 games, 25 games, and he said, first of all, their arms are way fresher. He said, and you have no idea a year here where they're working out a year and they're doing things and they're playing year-round. He said, you see such a jump with how good they are, and everybody else down here is pretty much leveled off. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, that is. He said, we don't laugh at those northern boys much anymore. He said, "When they come down, we we show them a little bit more respect." Than well, I we think used they to. forget we play indoors for uh, six months out of the year. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no doubt, but that's different. <laughs> they only play indoors in August, right? You know, that's the, my brother playing in those leagues. They they shut the leagues down in July and August because it's too hot to play. Right. And other than that, he's playing, you know, a lot of games. So, hey, what uh, what else at, at at Ronald Reagan? You know, I we we talked about it early on, but it's an impressive uh, building. That you uh, that you work in, that comes from the top, correct? Administration over there, from what I understand, is on top of it and pretty uh, pretty friendly to the athletic teams. Yeah, we have a terrific administration. They uh, they they're, they're very friendly athletics. They um, but obviously first and foremost, uh, academics takes right uh, front stage to everything uh, because of the type of school we are. Did um, you is that do you envision um, yourself staying there for a long time? Oh, I've been there for ten years. I don't. I don't plan on going anywhere as long as they want me there. I'd like to stay there. And what do you teach there? <laughs> a computer science. Man, they I, need. They need. I mean, you want to talk about a, a field that needs a lot of people right now, right? Yeah. Well, there's a there's a big push uh, across Huge. the country to uh, get more kids involved in computer science. Yeah. Do you guys have trade there too? Um. Well, we don't. Uh, actually, I'm. I'm also part of the uh, other part of the technology uh, area that we have, and uh, we actually do web design. Okay. Um. But we are. Uh. We have this girls in technology program that we're also developing, and uh, we're gonna have 3D printing there, and we're gonna start doing some different things related to uh, the tech field to get more kids involved. Boy, I'll tell you, they. Um. I had a buddy whose uh, whose son did not get in at Reagan. He was on the waiting list, and uh, he was calling me. Saying hey, dude, and I said I don't know what to tell you. You know, I I put a text over to Gary to Paris saying, you know, I didn't realize there was that many kids on on, on the waiting list, and and he said, yeah, it's a really tough putt to get in the school here. Yeah. So, you know, congratulations on on the stuff that that you do, boys. Uh, good luck coming up in the playoffs, man. It uh, take care of your business. Do not over. You know, from last year, don't over, overlook anybody. Yeah. Right. Um, you like playoff time? You like that double header that's going to be coming down pretty soon, where you got two big games in one day? Yeah, I you, mean, you baseball. don't mind that. 
play baseball. Play baseball. More the merrier, right? You got to love that. What else you got planned this summer? You guys traveling? You going? You taking vacations at all? Mostly just baseball. Mostly just baseball. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, you got to love kids <laughs> like that. Guys, I, I can't wait. Next week, I'm hoping uh, uh, to meet Lisa and, and Russell if they want to come out. Um, the Pick and Save Student Athletes of the Week. Again, we'll meet at the uh, the closest Pick and Save. What store is? Where, where do you guys live? What area? Uh, 86th Street, so it's like... Okay. Is there a Pick and Save yeah. close to where you are? Yeah. yeah you know, we'll uh, we'll meet over at the one that's uh, probably closest to your house or school, whatever you guys want to do. And I'll get uh, a phone number from your coach to reach out to you, and we'll set that thing up. We'll get you the plaques, get the pictures. They'll be at our uh, website and their Facebook page. Guys, thanks a lot, man. It was really nice yep. to, Thank you, nice to meet we you. We talked it. on the phone enough, but uh, it's good to meet you in person. Again, Brent Scott, head baseball coach at Milwaukee Reagan. High school playoffs right around the corner. We'll be watching, boys. Thanks. Guys, it's nice to meet you. Thank thanks you. For yeah, us. thanks for, Thanks for coming in. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin High School Baseball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.